This is a public service announcement. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are for comedy purposes only and should not be taken seriously. The Never A Straight Answer podcast advised that the information covered in the show should not be used for educational purposes, nor as a guide for carrying out such crimes linked to the subject matter of the episode, no matter how fucking awesome it is. Gaz and Taylor do not take responsibility for the following. UFO encounters or possible linked abductions, committing or being a victim of serial murder, falling down conspiracy rabbit holes, fits of psychotic rage, anger or confusion, or going postal on friends, family or co-workers. The boys advise the use of THC or edibles when subjected to the Never A Straight Answer podcast. We hope you enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of Never A Straight Answer, the podcast that aims to cover a wide range of topics from conspiracy theories to popular culture and news. I'm your host Gaz and joined remotely by a satellite link up. They say the chances of anything coming from Mars are a million and one they say, a million to one they say. Well, here's Mr. Taylor. Yeah! Get the support. Get the support. It's a lockdown party. And there's yeah. only me and you here. Hey. Yeah. Hey, how's it going, man? Great. Welcome, welcome to the yeah, show, welcome. everybody. Um, you are listening to Never a Straight Answer, the podcast, as I just said, that um, you know, we cover a bit of everything. Um, okay. okay. We've been in quarantine now for a couple of weeks. I'm starting to yeah. I'm starting to go a bit stir crazy, I think. Oh it's, great. oh, it's driving me fucking mad. Is it driving you up the wall, mate? I've, yeah, I mean, I can't. Sleep pattern's just up the wall. And fucking eating pattern's up the wall. It's fucking... Same with me. My sleep pattern is so all over the place. It's just untrue. I mean, it's like I keep napping, like, random times. Yeah. And then I wake up and I just feel groggy as anything and just don't feel motivated. I don't know if anyone yeah. else is feeling like that, but, I mean... Obviously, it's, it's a bit of a weird time at the minute, isn't it? So, I mean, we I don't want to go into it too much just yet. But we'll, we'll, leave got, that to the news. we'll leave it to the news. But we've got a really interesting show coming up for you today. Yeah. And today, yes, we we're going to be talking about what the plans are. Yeah, right. What would you do or what would the plans be for the government or, you know, any particular country or the Earth? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What would we do if there was an alien invasion? Fight. Would you fight him? Yeah. Hey, hey, come here, feature. Yeah, man. Yeah. Well, this is yeah. this is it. Well, we're going to get into it in a bit a bit later on because I mean it is. You'd be surprised to know that we have there is actually some sort of defense plans. Um, I, yeah, and I've got surprised where there is a defense, and we're complaining about it as well. Really? Why? Ah, well, that all comes back when we get into it. Ah, typical British. We're always complaining, aren't we? No, the world is complaining, not just Britain. Why? Okay, well, we'll get into that in a bit later on, because I think, to be honest, when I was thinking about it, yeah, back in the day, you would think that there might be some sort of early warning system of some description, do you know, like, to to kind of, you'd you'd think, like, maybe a, 
a siren or something that was you know that everybody knew about like uh but there's nothing like yeah. that yeah oh, I mean, you know, in this modern day you'd think like there might be something a bit more kind of um you know technological if you like do you know like obviously yeah. it'd be you'd be let known over the phone or whatever yeah yeah but i mean just quickly going back to that so what's been going on recently we just had a text message in the uk from like the government and it was one of them where it was like did you get your text message oh yeah i got it this morning have you had yours no nah, i've not had it yet and it's like if there is a real emergency where everybody needs to you know get on it yeah like, we'll are we going to be staggeredly shocked. let know throughout the day, or is it going to oh, be know, kind of you know like... the one percent that getting it first? Oh, of course, yeah, obviously, yeah. Um, you know, it's just just, just be glad that we're in that one percent. You know, or a couple of days. What? Or a couple of days beforehand. Yeah, well, they get to know before us. I like your t-shirt, by the way. Yeah, it's nice, isn't it? It's nice. I do like yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, mum made it. I know, yeah, he didn't go to the official merch stand. I didn't. Where, where, I didn't. You know what I'm saying? If you want to get an official t-shirt, yes. get yourself over to Dizzy Jam or the website where you can buy yourself a Never A Straight Answer t-shirt or an official mug. Yes. Ching. There you go. Um, yeah, so like I say, pretty cool episode today. But first, what have you been up to? Uh, you know what? I have loads to do. <laughs> but I can't do any of it because of this fucking uh, close down. Well, yeah. I've got absolutely loads to do, but like these loads of stuff. I mean, you might have noticed on the website the um, just show notes and stuff like that. I've got a bit of a backlog, and it's not that I'm I've not got the time. Totally got the time. Like I say, yeah. I just don't feel motivated, and I will yeah, be getting it all sorted. Of... I'll be getting it up all soon. Don't you worry. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, unmotivation around at the moment. Of course there is. And I mean, to be honest, then no one's blaming anyone. Do you know? Well, like, no. I, th- I think if anybody, you know what? It's okay to have a lion <laughs> at the minute. Yeah. At the minute, yeah. It's, it's, just don't make it a regular thing. Just, you know, just don't get too used to it. That's the point. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, no one's saying you can't have a bit of a lion at the minute. I mean, obviously, if you've got um, little nippers, yeah. I mean, my cat comes in in my bedroom in the morning and goes pokey, 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 and pokes me in the face. Yeah, and I and I what I moan at that as a cat, right? Imagine, Imagine like a, a five-year-old jumping, jumping, all, jumping over all over you and going, "Mummy, daddy, yeah." What we're doing today? We're going out. No, no. Nope. You stay. Go in your room. I'll see you in a couple hours. Nope. Can we go park? Nope. Can we go? Nope. nope. <laughs> it's just literally flat. Nope. nope. Yeah. I mean, obviously, if your kids understand what the situation is, then that's great. But I mean, but got a big oh, up, yeah. big up to all the parents out there who are doing a massive job, doing an absolute yeah. wonderful job. And you know, you're looking, you know, you're looking after your kids, but you're also, you know, giving them a bit of teaching skills as well. And I love that people are taking different approaches to it. Do you know? What yeah, I mean? spend more time with your family where you can. And if nothing else, that is it, isn't it? You get yeah. you get an opportunity to spend some time with your family. Take the opportunity where it's been handed exactly. to you on the plane, um, and you get paid for it. Most of you will be anyway. At least. Well, if you, if you're furloughed, or yeah, yeah, then you probably you probably are. I mean, like there's a lot of people still working though in a lot of different yeah. industries. You know, even oh, just yeah. occurred to me today, like you know, we're making a piece of toast, and I'm thinking this bread's so fresh. There's a guy yeah. out there who's making loaves. You know, making sure that we all get a slice of toast. But well, so, we haven't got the pickers. To pick up the fruit That's and the all thing, the vegetables. This is the thing. There's, there's only, you can only do so much with your limited yeah. resources. So I've noticed this right across the board in terms of media, um, in terms of kind of 
Um, you know, just generally, things have just been brought back down to basics a little bit more. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, graphics, I think it's even graphics be more so. stuff like this. I mean, more. you haven't got a full design team at hand. Do you know? I mean, or you might have. Yeah. <laughs> well, chances yeah, are, chances are, these people have been furloughed and they're contract contractually obliged not to work. So yeah. it's like even if you might need that guy in to do a one-off job, it's like get a freelancer. You're just better off asking a freelancer who's nothing to do with your company. Yeah who would be ha actually ha over the moon for a little bit of extra work at the minute. Yeah. 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 So obviously if you've got some projects like that, yeah, that you can't call on your regular staff to do, yeah, get on Fiverr, get over, get out there and just ask about. I'm sure you'll find somebody who will be willing to do it for a cheap, cheap yeah, cost at the moment. Um, been watching anything on the telly box? Uh, I watched... Um... Oh, what's that? Uh, Bumblebee last night. Oh, is this the trans Transformer? Right. Yeah, the Transformer one. Yeah. Reboot, reimagining. I liked how the kind of the robots were all kind of a bit slowed down. Do you know where it was like the original Transformers was just like too yeah, much. It was... Yeah, it kind of this one kind of worked a little better. You kind of could yeah. see the changes. And like as a kid in the eighties, Transformer toys. They yeah, they were looked like not, the ones at the beginning, didn't they, really? Yeah, yeah, they were all kind of like, literally, head up, arms yeah. out, you know, when it, and it was good how they transformed, but they something. were a little bit more basic than these fucking, I don't what know. Who yeah. was it again who, who directed the originals? Um, it uh, was J.J. Abrams, wasn't it? Because, like, obviously lots of lens flare, and I think it was J.J. Abrams. I think he, lo he loves um, What's It Too Much, whoever it is, Linkin Park. It was oh, him. right. Yeah, literally on every soundtrack, isn't it? Um, anything well, else you watched? Anything else? Any series or any been on any games or anything like that? <laughs> well, I've been doing the Call of Duty, haven't I, really? Oh, are you? Warzone. Warzone. I, I actually we had a game last night. I had we? a game last night. It was actually pretty decent. I mean, I'm. Yeah. Uh, I used to I'm be a big, the game. Used to be a big COD fan. Um, went used off to, it yeah. after they were just selling me the same game, just putting new skins on everything. And I just felt like I was being taken for a Bad fucking future stuff as well. Taken for a ride. Yeah, I mean, the, it, it has its. It, it's a time and a place with that, with all that yeah. jetpack stuff, and you know, where um, exosuits. Um, yeah. I found that it worked really well in the zombies on Advanced Warfare, but then okay. like, but during boots on ground. Um, team death matches and stuff like that. I was just kind of not too impressed with it because yeah, you just trying to push the future you get, too far. Well, you've got an extra dimension. It's added a new dimension because not only are you kind of looking around left to right, trying to keep an eye on your surroundings. Next minute, you've got a guy leaping over your head, yeah, yeah. and shooting you in thin air. So it's like uh, you're just What's adding adding extra fucking brain brain things that I don't need. Yeah. I don't want to have to work. I would have to work harder. Well, work at it. What? So you gain the points. That's true. Um, one thing I yeah. watched this week, which I was absolutely in stitches at, yeah, was Red Dwarf Promised Land on... Yeah, uh, I thought it was okay, actually. On Cave. I yeah, I mean, if you're a Red Dwarf fan, I've been a, a big yeah. Red Dwarf fan since I was a kid. Yeah. yeah. For, since way back when, and yeah. big fan, and like... I felt like they were losing, they were slightly losing the way a little bit, but then totally great, totally they, they've great. really kind of upped the game and kind of brought it back to the older um, sort of 
ways of doing ways things. of it doing it yeah yeah, yeah. Um, i found it a lot better at the beginning than than they ended up at the end yeah it was a very slow starter yeah yeah but yeah but basically if you're not seeing if you're a big fan of red dwarf um it's a a, a feature length um episode which was aired on two hours two hour long episode it was fucking brilliant yeah and yeah. um yeah basically goes back to um original storylines back to from yeah. season one with um yeah. dave being the 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 messiah the god the god of the cat people yeah and i like the way they brought the cat people back yeah because i always thought well they've obviously gone off on these arcs yeah one of them's right. probably not made it because it's like it reminds me of hitchhiker's guide a little bit where it's like you've got you know all the fucking idiots um yeah put on the B-Arc, all the hairdressers and telephone sanitizers and fucking... Saying that, though, we need hairdressers and telephone sanitizers we right do. now. <laughs> like, but, yeah, we do. But they all get put on a on a ship, the B-Arc, yeah. and basically put on a course with, you know, autopilot. Nobody was able to steer the ship, and they just got um, left to fly off into space. Do you know what I mean? And they, they must... The A-Arc must have thought, see ya... You know what I mean, but like, um, but yeah, it kind of had that vibe of kind of, um, and that's why I always thought that there was a couple of arcs, and like they've got one who thought the hats should have been blue, one who thought the hats should have been yellow, and yeah, they, they've gone off in each direction. But you know, but but then again, that means it's a big opening for. Uh, I I want to see a film now. This they've been talking about it, and they were talking about how the uh, Americans were going to do it. <laughs> with the spoil it, I just keep the same. Have you never cast. seen the pilot, the American pilot for Red Dwarf? Yes, I did. It, it was a kind of a word for word sort of um, remake. To be yeah. honest, I didn't overly like the cast. Um, I thought the you know um, who Daphne who plays uh, the woman who plays Daphne in uh, Frasier. Yeah, she plays Holly, and I just thought. It wasn't a bad casting for that, but it just wasn't yeah. right. You know, yeah. I, I could see her actually being in a Red Dwarf episode. Yeah. But not like, being Holly. But not being Holly or another ship computer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. On the British episode, on the British sitcom. Yeah. Yeah. And I could totally see her working in the show. Yeah. But as Holly, no, it's Norman Love It all the way. Yeah, even, even Hilly was okay, but it's just not a patch on Norman. Do you know what I mean? No. You you actually no. reminded me of Norman Lovett the other day when you were all sat there in the fucking dark room with your head floating about. Um, yeah, that's why I did it. Other other things that, um, worth mentioning, um, yeah. talking about space. Secure Team 10, made yes. a comeback. Well done, Tyler, coming back. Bloody hell, Tyler. You know well, what I mean? He put time, a video man. out. He puts a video out a couple of months back going, look, guys, I swear, I promise now. I mean, I've had some issues, but but I got, I, I, there'll be a video coming tonight, I swear down, six months later. It's like, yeah, I but there has been some taken down, haven't they, really? I said you to you, I said, has he, he been any videos? I've not seen any come through. And I like, I like I say, it was one of those where it was like, I'd ask you regularly, has there been yeah. any Secure Team 10 videos? No, well, there's not was, really been anything on, do you know? It, it was just funny last week when I, I was actually thinking about it and a couple of weeks earlier as well, uh, is he going to get back to on there and stuff like that? And then all of a sudden, after the show last week, bam. Yeah, a video of so I was like, whoa, whoa, what's going on here? Now that's 
that's freaky shit. It's always <laughs> so later, then I looked it? at it, but so, I knew it was coming back because it, it it was um, basically saying um, uh, he 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 was walking his dog going. He was coming back, blah blah this, and I thought I hope this is the last time he has to do this, and that like he does come back. Oh so, man, how many times could brilliant. you come back and do a I'm coming back video? I've done this once myself, right? I wrote a blog. Yeah, I used to have this blog and um, it didn't, weren't the greatest blog in the world, but it was like, you know, when you kind of stop doing something for a bit and it's it's like, I wrote this, um, it got to New Year one year and I was like, hey, yeah, I'm going to restart my blog. It's New Year, new t opportune time to get my blog back up and running. Yeah. And I wrote this blog going, hey guys, I'm coming back. Everything's going to be great. Yeah. That is the last blog in the blog. Yeah, right, that oh, was the last shit. one I did. I've not done another one since, yeah, so it's like, ah, well. You know, these things happen, projects kind of come to an end, you know. Yeah, they do, but it, it, it's, it's just, it's it just sad. a it's shame you can't find the end, you know what I mean? And sometimes it has to go off. Yeah, exactly, just where go it, off just, it doesn't, it has to, yeah. it doesn't um, end on your terms, if you like. Do you know what yeah, I mean? It's yeah. just a sad fucking chop, and that's yeah. it. Um, so I'm glad he's back anyway. If, you, if you've not seen Tyler yeah. on Secure Team, um, he covers aliens, um, UFO sightings. Um, from from the bizarre to kind of like um, government um, operations. Uh -huh. So check him out. I mean, he's, he's one thing I do like about Tyler, and I've said this a couple of times, is um, he doesn't kind of say, this is my opinion. He says, you know, this is it. Have a look yourself and make your own mind up. You know, so and that's is what we want you to do. That's exactly. Look at the stuff that we talk about. We're not get, we're not telling you uh, to listen to us and agree with everything we say. We're telling you go out and this is this is the key. Use it and open that door and have a look through that rabbit hole if you want, or just carry on listening to us and what we have to say. Now I'm a bit aware of the time, so we've got two more um, little things that I've, I've been watching this week. Before okay. we move on to um, what's fucked up where you're from, this week coming from Liverpool, um, is the new series of The Twilight Zone. Now, yeah, you were telling me about the first one, weren't you? It was, well, yeah, I mean, to be honest, it was like a thought, go oh, stick it on, I'll see, I'll see what it's like. Now, I was intrigued because it was um, written by, um, is it... I forget his first name, but he's from um, one of the guys from Key and Peele. Yeah. And right, okay. Basically, the, the director, writer and director of Get Out is um, basically um, Jordan Peele. Yeah. Right. It, okay. Who's um, basically doing it. Now, he's written and directed. I don't know if he's solely written it or they've, they've had a writing team or what. But to be fair, yeah, it's brilliant. Yeah. It was, it kind of took me back to the old Twilight Zones, do you know, with the. You were entering the realm of the mind, stepping through yeah. a door, you know, that type, of, that type of thing. And it was literally, the intro was spot on, the the narration was spot on, Jordan Peele was spot on in his sort of role, and the whole thing... You want, worked, me, they want to go and watch it. You want to watch it, honestly. I think they're, they're available on, um, you know, Sky, on the download. You can watch them a number of places, wherever you get your telly. Yeah. You go and I, have a I watch. Get, yeah. Yeah, um, but okay. yeah, no, it was um, worth a watch. Um, last thing um, I watched was um, a movie yesterday, which is um, quite an interesting film. Basically, a guy struggling musician, 
um, ends up kind of like getting in an accident, but when he wakes up from the accident, nobody Beatles. remembers the Beatles. Yeah, yes. that's it. And he, yeah, he's yeah, the only yeah. one who can remember any of the Beatles songs, and then he yeah. ends up like um, forging this career on hits by Paul, John, George, and Ringo. It's actually a pretty well, good film. You would do exactly the same thing if you were in that situation. Of course you would. Of course yeah. you would. But this is it, though, by extension. No Oasis. Yeah. Yeah. No kind of... I mean... Well, Oasis can come afterwards after he, he starts. Like, oh, and they yeah, might think, it. you know what, boys, let's get together and like, try to... So, oh, this is working. And then they end up coming up, coming yeah. up later. Just a little later, yeah. Yeah, yeah, maybe. And everything that comes in as a musical form... I never thought of it like that, actually. Yeah, I never actually thought about that. But maybe that is the case. Maybe it was, um, wasn't was John... Um, the Beatles who released those songs originally. Maybe it was them who, who remembered... The, the songs from a previous decade? Oh, yeah, from well, a they different must have been listening to the music from the uh, previous decade Ooh. and something within Maybe that, they're that just like music, songs maybe. that yeah. just kind of get like carried on and carried mm. on and then they'll, they'll yeah. be forgotten and a new artist can bring them out, but not Lily Allen yeah. or anybody I'll like that. I'll say that. <laughs> that, that. That's exactly the sort of thing what Dr. Dre did. He, he, he come out and he, he went back and went, Look at all that good music from like the 50s, 60s, 70s. Oh, you know what? Let's bring that in with a bit more of a beat and, you know, uh, a lyricist to Revamp speak. Revamp that shit. You got, you got, yeah, you got gold. Well, there and you go. did it. Look at him. He's a billionaire. Didn't expect that. We'd be um, 20 minutes into a kind of intro, but, you know, yeah. well, there you go. I mean, well, to be fair, been to, had a lot to talk about. It's been a lot on the yes. telly this week, <laughs> to be yes. fair. I've had a lot of time to invest in, in my viewing pleasures. So, oh. yeah. Have you not watched anything oh. quick before we move on? No, I've, I'm, I'm really not trying to... Uh, I, I, there are a few series I might want to watch, but I don't really want to start getting back into looking at series because I want to start looking at other avenues to Well, it was one of those down. where I felt like this... If You know, now's as good a time as any, and I've been trying to oh, yeah. be really proactive in terms of doing things, yeah, right, and keeping myself busy, and it was only, like, the last couple of days where I actually felt like sit down and watch something because I'd ran yeah. out physically run out of housework to do yeah and spring cleaning and all the rest of it <laughs> oh well I have actually had to start again because of just the way things work your pots get washed they go in a pile yeah. you know <laughs> so, man's got to eat hasn't it? man's got to eat so um moving on um we'll go into what's fucked up where you're from where you're from yeah, well, this week we've got an interesting one. We comes from Derek. All yes, the way. Derek, yes. Derek. Oh, hi, Derek. 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 Derek um, is emailing us from Liverpool. Um, nice city. Have you been to Liverpool? Yeah. I have. It is actually City, a good yes. city. Talking about the Beatles, it was a nice little segue as well. Um, from from um, from the you know the liver liver birds then the Beatles. Um, yes. Moving into. Today's what's fucked up where you're from. So, as usual, I found a nice little um, paranormal investigating team. We love a paranormal investigating team in, we um, in the area. Well. There's always. We love now, I did expect Liverpool to have one, you see, because they are a big city. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's a lot of paranormal stuff going on. Yeah. What history is And well. the team over at Trinity Paranormal. Yeah, yes, are there Trinity. to investigate, and they've done a fair few little investigations. They've investigated um, the Empire Theatre, um, oh, also um, 
the Williamson's Tunnels, um, as well as um, the Grosvenor Ballroom. And they've basically been out there. Um, they've, there's loads of like testimonials on their website saying like they've had a lovely time going out with um, the team, ghost hunting. And, Having their free meals and like, you know, sit down to investigate. Oh, you know. <laughs> well, you see, I wouldn't mind going out on a ghost hunt. I wouldn't mind either, um, You know, Susie was saying in the um, episode, oh yeah, if you've not been and checked out um, our new series on YouTube, go over and check it out. Episode one of um, NASA Lockdown is available on YouTube. Go and subscribe. And this week we got our tarot cards read. Yeah. We did. That was pretty interesting. I was quite pleased <laughs> yeah, with it was the interesting, results. interesting, all right. But yeah. You got all the glory, I got all the what? Uh, yeah. Mm. I'll be in it to win it, fella. Yeah. You know, let's uh, just see what the future brings. Well, we what, all know. See what that future holds. Yeah, run. No, <laughs> I don't know. Ah, well, you know, yours wasn't too bad. They kind of said well, a similar thing. But it was, you know, little devils hanging around there. You, I think you were just kind of split-minded in what you were asking for. To be honest, I think you had too much kind of like you, your thoughts were all over the place. I think yeah, once you good, decided to kind of um, to to. And focus on one thing it started to kind of open up a bit and be a bit more clearer now yeah, I don't know yeah. I mean I'm not sure about tarot cards I've not had too much experience I'd like to have a few more readings and maybe see what, what they say and see yeah. if they kind of say similar stuff because again it's all about um, statistics well, I don't think you're allowed to until six months afterwards or something you mean, like that you do you, statistically speaking it's again about you know how many de- cards are in the deck and what are the odds of your card coming out yeah probabilities you know, and probabilities now each card's got a different path or a different you know reading so you know we could go either way really couldn't it I mean I could draw yeah. the next cards and it could be the total opposite of what you know Susie, yeah. Susie said but like I say get over to YouTube and check <clears throat> us out at never a straight answer um, I found this story quickly on um, what's fucked away you're from um, stargazers spot flashing blue UFO and managed to catch it on film over in um, Liverpool oh, so yes because Star- it's quite a hot spot um, so stargazers have claimed to spot an unusual object flying over the Wirral um, in, fo- in some footage Um Basically, Lisa Khan um, or Keynes said that um, she was looking up at the sky in December um, and just just after midnight when uh, she saw a flashing light. The 23-year-old said that she usually looks through her telescope to observe the moon, but because it was a particularly clear night and the skies um, were quite clear during the early hours on Christmas Eve, she was looking um, through a telescope from home and, and, and managed to catch her. Um, a, something a bit dodgy in the sky so it was kind of like a blue orby type flashing light um, she got some photos through the telescope as well so um, I will make sure that goes up on the website and you can make your own opinion on it um, you know, a lot on the moon at the minute uh, uh, people who are looking through their own telescopes and videoing oh, yeah, uh, yeah. especially with uh, night vision night vision is best to uh, scope uh, I've stuff. got a friend and you can I've got a friend who um, actually um, does um, astrophotography and she's been taking some absolute amazing photos of the moon this week and um, if you've noticed it's been like the super moon so big super moon with quite orange big 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 moon in the sky so if I managed to get a nice photo the other day but I mean again with your phone it's not not as good is it Um, but like 
Coming back to, again, Liverpool, um, the 11 most haunted places. I found this article. Um, now, I won't go into all of them, but I'll probably go into a couple. But they've got some pretty crazy, creepy reasons behind the hauntings as well. So, um, oh, right. okay. the Adelphi Hotel, which is um, in Liverpool, before it opened, um, they stood another hotel um, on the site in 18, uh, 1826. The hotel was replaced by another 50 years later. And then in 1911, the process um, of replacing um, or re- yeah, replacing started the hotel's first um, since it first opened its doors as a Britannia Adelphi back in 1914. So rumor has it that the hotel has um, a very kind of spooky history and there's plenty of ghosts and it's picked them up quite a few along the way. Uh, many guests have reported seeing ghosts of George stand of um, a ghost they call George, I suspect, standing over the beds on the fifth floor. Now that's Not real, is freaky. It? That. <laughs> but, well, it could have been. It could have been the George. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Here comes the sun. It's like what? Listen, well, you did ask for an early morning call. <laughs> George well, yeah. comes yeah. in there uh, doing his opening the curtains. Uh, many guests have reported seeing the ghosts of George standing next to the bed. Um, he's believed to have been a guest who fell um, or jumped or pushed out of a window um, back in 1920s. Um, another ghost at the hotel includes a bellboy who was tragically killed when he was um, caught between floors in an old lift. Oh, that's a bad way to go with that. Oh, yeah. But, oh, um, but he's he's kind of um, supposedly haunting um, the Adelphi. Um, uh-huh. It's pretty kind of... I love the name, the Adelphi. I used to work in an Adelphi building. Um, at Salford University, yeah, it's a great building to work in. Uh, Penny Lane, which you might know from the from the song, yes, uh, was famous through the song and obviously yes. links to the Beatles. But the street was named after Liverpool um, slave ship owner. Um, but most people will associate the street to the Beatles song, which was out in 1967. Um, those who don't associate the street name with the Beatles associate the Penny Lane with a poltergeist. Oh, right. So, apparently... So there's been some naughty business going on around there, then. Yep. At number 44, Penny Lane has been more... Um, has been home to a very durable poltergeist... Poltergeist. Um, that first basically became active in the Victorian times. Um, a young girl um, can uh, basically, with long blonde hair, also appears at the window of the house, but her identity remains a mystery. All right, so they have no idea who this. No, no, well, they don't know who the ghost is. There's a funny thing, isn't it? Because, like I said, this about ghost stories before. Um, if you know, you know the history of the place, then you can kind of get an idea of who it might be that's haunting it, like the bellhop yeah. or whatever. Um, we've had we've had stories in the past where it's been like nobody knows who the ghost is. I think we had one last week actually, where it was um, you don't know who the ghost is because. No, but nothing's happened there that anyone can kind to of put suggest, a finger yeah. on it. Yeah, where, how do you know? Because like that, we've said earlier, I mean, that's Penny Lane, that's, that's a true. house in Penny Lane where stuff's going on and they don't know who the identity of the girl is. But say the Adelphi Hotel. Um, it's hiding was, a mystery. Well, there was a previous hotel stood there, do you know? And before that, who knows? There could have been an older hotel before that and there could have been, you know, you don't know. And before church that, it could have been that. a churchyard before that. Exactly. So yeah. you don't know what, what the history holds to say, yeah. 
oh, well, we don't really know who this ghost belongs to because we know the history of this building. You know, yeah, but she's in Victorian clothing. She looks Victorian. Oh, I'm um, not sure if that was uh, a thing, the outfit of. Then you're you're gonna presume that there's gonna be like a period of a hundred years or so where you can knock it down, where where, and then you can find out something like where, where what the building was there at that time. I thought you had and one then. then. Anything happened there at that time. <laughs> I thought hey. you had one then. Poltergeist. Oh that. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, last. Yeah. Last one in um, our trip to Liverpool um, is the Newsham um, Park Hospital. Okay, now this um, the building was once an orphanage dating back to Victorian era once again, and then it was a medical hospital and then a mental asylum um, before closing in 1997. Um, reports go all the way back um, to when a female nurse complained of strange sightings whilst working um, working at the hospital. And then she was later found dead on one of the wards. Um, oh, patient, yeah, patients at the hospital also um, say that they have seen um, a child, and it has spoken to people, um, you know, on the wards. And yeah. recent visitors have reported sightings of a ghost and hearing, basically, disembodied voices um, from the from the building. Um, broken beds and anti-suicide um, grills um, and wheelchairs all still sit in decayed, decaying around the, the hospital. Obviously, yeah. it's been abandoned. Been abandoned and it just kind of yeah. adds to the spookiness of it all. Um, but obviously... It's interesting that the, the, the... Was it a nurse who died? Yeah, 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 yeah. It was inter interesting that point that the, the nurse actually died from... The actual goal, or saying something, and then there was an issue afterwards. Well, one former worker said he still has nightmares, and he's pretty much traumatized by the pure evil in this building. Um, another, he basically said, um, he remembers going down to the basement one night to get a blanket to keep keep himself warm. Um, yeah. As he walked into walked into the storage room, he saw a man in a white coat, um, no head. Um, and walked straight past him um, and then through a wall he fell um, that basically he fell out of the room terrified another time he was in the reception and there was um, a sort of a stone staircase opposite I looked up and saw a woman in a Victorian dress she was standing on the second um, stood there for a second and then disappeared said I found out that she was um, the old matron that used to be um, um, the matron of the orphanage Ah, see, I, I, I wonder if there's been more deaths there as well. Probably not has. just that I mean, one. The thing is that that's one of those interesting sites because I think we covered something similar again last week where it's it's been repurposed as a building, you know. Yeah, so it's yeah. firstly it was an orphanage, right? Yeah. Not as many deaths as you probably think. Depends Victorian era, so it could have been slave kids. Could, yeah. You know, work the being basically. Well, they, yeah, but they would have more likely been killed at work than if yeah, they yeah, would yeah. have been exactly. In the place that's, that, that's a good point, right? But then obviously it's been turned into a hospital, right? Yeah. People die in hospitals all the time, right? Then you've obviously got the fact that it was a mental hospital, right? And is that kind of like, you know, I don't know. It depends how people so are treated, really, isn't it? And especially accidents It's happen. sort of a weird combination, if you think about it, from being like uh, uh, a place to hold kids, to look after kids, to a place where you look after 
adults people. who are normal sick and then mentally sick on mm. top of it as well. So it seems to like the, the area has been, yeah, you're a moderate, now you're getting a bit more evil, now you're getting even more evil, more evil, more evil on top of each other. So it's just built up on that site. I don't know, is it on the ley line? It might be on the ley line. It may it's on be. on the ley line. Then you never know, actually. These, these things, you know, they've, they've always got kind of some sort of, um, I mean, maybe not explanation, but, you know, um, like I say, some people might be able to kind of shed Degrees a little bit of, of light on, a, a bit of light on it. And I mean, like when you yeah. explain what, what the building was used for, it makes a bit of sense. So, you know, yeah. um, one last thing in terms of what's fucked up where you're from into, uh, and um, a connection to Liverpool, Derek Akora. Yes, R.I.P. Now, if you're about Derek, yeah, right, obviously you were communicating with the dead, yeah. Okay. If you can get me a message. I'm here. I met Derek Okora once, like, but do you know, he, he kind of reminded me of that, and he was probably based on him, but do you know that um, Phoenix Knights? Yeah, P- yeah. PK's Phoenix I'm Knights. I'm sensing a nonce. I'm getting the word <laughs> nonce. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's or, the one, yeah. I'm getting yeah. the name John. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, it's not me who's saying this. You've got to promise the cost telling me this shit. Some people just don't want to hear the truth. That's what it is. Yeah. But it just Still uh, good pain. Yeah, it kind of totally it totally reminds me of like, you know, um that Yeah, I gotta agree when I when I first saw that on Phoenix Night, I thought, yeah, Derek. That's definitely Derek of Cora. <laughs> But then when he come out with all that shit, it was like, whoa. Well, back here. there you go. That is what's fucked up where you're from. And from no one Derek to another. Thanks no a lot, Derek, from Liverpool for getting involved and getting in touch. Big respect. Um, yeah. If you want to get involved and if you think you've got some pretty fucked up shit going on in your area, then drop us an email at neverastraightanswer.com. Oh, no, is it .com? Yeah, go dot to neverastraightanswer.com and leave us a message there in the contact us page and we will get back to you and yeah. yeah so we cover anything if you've got some urban legends or ghost stories paranormal happenings where did a better give us all the give us the stuff man give shit. us all the deets yeah. Yeah. yeah and we'll be on it so thank you yeah. Derek um, but like moving on talk yeah I'll give you a bit of a round of applause nice one Derek and, yeah uh, do you know what since the lockdown I've been very liberal with these with these um Rounds of applause. Whoa, calm down, I chicken. I know, That's generally, what... it was for me, wasn't it, at first? But everyone's like, getting know, them now. Everyone's taking my applause. Well, you, you, if, you turn up, if you turn up at the bunker once in a while, then you know what I mean? You could get one. Don't tell Mr. Corona that. I tell you. <laughs> I told him last. Tell him every day. Yeah. Want to go back to work? Obviously not listening to you. Well, um, like I say, this week we're talking alien invasions. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, it's an interesting topic. Like I say, the chances of anything coming from Mars are a million to one, they say. It's the war of the world. Now, funny enough, um, going into this, Gareth, um, one of our long-time listeners, posted something. And he was basically saying, um, like, you know, um, in this sort of fucked-up situation we find ourselves in, he he was having a think, and it kind of brought him back to the words of um, H.G. Wells um, about the about kind of like man and stuff like that. And he was basically saying that, you know, he put a quote up um, and it made me think about kind of how germs did actually kill off the aliens, didn't they, in the War of the World? It was was the germs of Earth that couldn't, they couldn't handle it. 
Yeah. Yeah. Now, yeah. I seen a mad conspiracy the other day saying that there was um, that this is coming on a meteorite. What are you? What are your thoughts? My thoughts are a thing called um, that is they're talking more and more about at the minute is uh, let me get this right. Uh, it spot. Uh, no, I can't even. I, I can't get the the word right for what he means. But it basically means outside our atmosphere all the time we're being hit and bombarded by Comments. viruses. Oh right, okay. No microbes. Right. Bombarded all the time. Well, that means there's life out there. That's life. That's yeah. life. That's what it's all people say. Go on. Planetary or something. Something, something uh, like that. I can't, can't remember the, the exact word. But what it means is every planet in every solar system in all the universe will be spreaded with all these kind of um, germs that are surviving. And if they managed to get to the bottom oh, and right. actually so survive. Yeah. They could start up. They could start a um, start growing. Okay. So, what do you think the chances of this actually being something from out There's of our... more more possibility now than ever? Because uh, I've just I was watching something the other um, last week about how um, they did experiments where they get a balloon and they put it above our atmosphere. So nothing within our atmosphere can affect it to see what was actually out there. Yeah, yeah. So when they brought it back down and they had a look through the microscope and that, you can see there's actually other stuff out there, other elements, other things that are being made up by what you and me have been made of. Carbon. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, carbon, oxygen and other elements in different mixtures that survive. Now, didn't they do and some tests pieces. where they put some viruses out into space? to see what the effects yeah. would be. Yeah. And as far as I'm aware, they thrived out in out in the vacuum Food of space. Poisoning. Yeah. Fried e. coli, like wasn't it? Yeah. Was it yeah. E. coli? Now yeah. yeah, it it you know, in terms of growth, it grew exponentially in yeah, terms massive. of um what they expected. Now yeah. Could it be that like like you say, if these things are travelling around in the vacuum of space on meteorites with no atmosphere, yeah. could they be potentially Transpermia? You know, it's what it's Transpermia, called. yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I mean that, planet, that's like a seed. Yeah, of course. That's kinda of like the seeding idea, isn't it? Yeah, like yeah, how yeah. the planet got its jump start. But it's it's interesting to th it's an interesting concept to think that this could have been sparked up by a meteorite that something's hit. Or even alien. Earth. Or, like you say, an alien invasion weakening us, getting us kind of ready for well, not even invasion. That, even to start us up. As in, they could have gone, right, we're a million years advanced, right, we've got this, this and this. What can we do now? Well, why don't we do send these chemicals to all around the universe and see what turns up? Like, we put this on this planet and see what happens. Or... We put a monkey on there and see what happens. Or, like in War of the Worlds, they've they've okay. fucking seen the movie and they've gone, listen, we're going to get fucked up just by their natural germs down there. Yeah, so if we send our own germs down first, yeah, to sort of take over the place, when we arrive, yeah. the place is perfectly convenient for us we can stroll around not worrying about getting a cold well that's all it is to them potentially 
Now, yeah. an alien invasion or space invasion, obviously common themes in science fiction stories and films, and extraterrestrials invading Earth, either for, you know, um, their own games. experimenting on well, human look, life, taking look, over, enslaving us, um, well, harvesting, let's put it this way. harvesting us for food, stealing yeah. the planet's resources, whatever else. What we've done in the past, what we've done in the past when we've hit another uh, colony, or even if we've met another animal. Yeah, we try and indoctrinate them. Abused it. No, we basically and, go. It's like yeah. with the fucking, you know, the British colonists. Yeah, it's like you go yeah. over to India, you go over to fucking wherever, and it's like, hello, we're British. Hello, you know, you're the fucking, British. you're there with your flag and all the rest of it, and you know, and it's like, yeah. you know, they try and indoctrinate you into their sort of um, their teachings, their thinkings, because yeah. back in the day they would have just fought these people as uncivilised, if you like. Yeah, now, we've mostly did it with force, which if there's going to be an alien invasion, there's more likely we are uncivilised to them. Of course. Look, we're, we're uncivilised to ourselves and we live on this fucking we're planet, fucking you know what I mean? We're probably one of the most uncivilised species yeah. on this planet. <laughs> yeah, we destroy everything, we build stuff where it shouldn't be built, we fuck with nature, we fuck with animals, we fuck with insects, we fuck with everything. The thing Air is, it's pollution. like I've said this before, now if an alien species was going to try and make first contact with us, do you, yeah. we're so fucking like you know um, sure we're we've so got so sure much defense here. that we're we're we gonna be cook. the species that they want to make first contact with yeah, yeah. right I, nah. I'd pass you by man I'd, I'd be like talking to the whales and the dolphins going this human lot what are they like and they'll well, be apparently like apparently we're in the trade path they'll be like they're apparently. dickheads they're dickheads you want to see what they've done to our oceans you want to see what they've done to the environment yeah. wipe them out mate take us we're, we'll help you out we're you know we're quite a Placid animal or whatever, yeah. mammal. Oh, and it's yeah. like, you know, are they kind of more intelligent for just sticking to what they know? You know, when but it's like it's like the old thing I I always come about is, are you more intelligent than an ant? Yeah, that's true. But this is it. Do you again. know how much intelligence it is? We believe that it's computerized by the uh, the uh, the uh, mother ant, the queen ant, to go out, go and get food, bring it back. And they've all got their own jobs, like everyone, we've got our own jobs to do. But then, is there more to that ant than just that? Just because we don't see him watching TV and, like, well, you know, doing we, this, we, that, we consider ourselves more sort of advanced because we've created stuff like TVs and... And, we use that a lot. and and we've 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 created an infrastructure for things, but rather than kind of sticking, Domination. we we've basically just literally gone. That's mine. That's mine. Yeah. That's mine. Dominated species. Yeah. yeah. We, we were like cat in red dwarf walking around going. That's mine. Yeah. Yeah. That's mine. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like what you've got a river there. What you got beavers in that river. That's mine. You know, it's fucking ridiculous. So I mean, at the end of the day, it's like we we've invaded this planet as a species. Yeah. Right. We've abused it. It has happened. It's happened. We've invaded this planet. Right. As a humanity. Right. Now we're fair enough. We're native, but a native animal can invade. Do you know what I mean? Oh, native. What? Well, this is the thing. Is it? How are we? Well, again, if you wanted to go back to panspermia and, like, you know, are we a seeded planet and whether we were a result of that that and basically or genetically modified as an existing species. I've got to say it's more likely than uh, uh, I come from an ape. Well. Because that's actually getting thrown on the back burner at the minute. It's getting, it's getting squashed. There's a load of scientists looking at it going, like, that doesn't work. That doesn't work. The missing link... 
there's something else well, there's missing. so many no no of course there is but the fact is they have got so many links in the chain that it's so proven that it's like right even with a missing link you can still see that evolution happened yeah right in in one way or another now whether I mean, Futurama do a really good episode on this, yeah, where Professor Farnsworth goes, I don't want to live on this planet anymore because everyone's like, oh, fucking cavemen frolicked with dinosaurs, yeah, yeah. right? And he's like, no, and he gets all the missing links and he's like, oh, well, even if one's missing, like just pretty much what I said, you know, so he goes out to try and find it, right? But then they spin it around and make it out as if like it's still, you know, some creator, yeah. But yeah. it comes to the conclusion that, you know, evolution's still possible, yeah, even with that yeah. spark of creation. So even if you have a creator, yeah, right, who creates the initial spark, then everything well, so that happens afterwards is just got. genetics and fucking basically breeding and 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 necessity. Well, to the advance of what we've got, I mean, it, it's, it, it's not clear cut as that if you look at it um, around space and other stuff as well like the there's so much stuff that is in order when it shouldn't be in order it should be in chaos everything should be in chaos but it's in order so if it's in order the only way you can put something in its order is something is putting that in order mm. now it might be a, a case of something of like it's just that magical element that we don't know anything about that's doing this. Yeah, yeah. Or it, it's on a uh, a course that we've been set on a path, and that's more likely what's happened that we're set on a path because uh, look, we're like fifty thousand years overdue for a meteorite strike, right? And and I'm talking like uh, uh, like overdue. like buses. You know what? They'll come out for about three of them at once. You know what they're like. Yeah. Yeah, we're well, around waiting for a meteor, meteorite strike for fucking hours, and then three will come at once. Yeah, and then we're waiting for Yellowstone to go up. Yellowstone's ready to go. In fact, there's uh, like what was it? Six hundred fifty. Uh, you know what? For some reason, I was going to say never eat yellow snow, but you said Yellowstone. Do apologise. Carry on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't eat yellow snow either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you've got all these kind of disasters that could all happen, and ain't it sort of like there's a pause. Yeah, of course. I mean, it's a pause event, and something's not. Something is stopping that pause the thing, event. The thing is, and I've I've mentioned this about kind of um, uh, uh, when we kick start in after this lockdown bullshit. Yeah, right. Yeah. And obviously, the world's having a break at the minute from carbon emissions and planes and trains and cars and buses We're and lorries and all the rest it. of it. And then all of a sudden, when everything's back to normal, it's going to be an influx of kind of shit back into yeah. the environment. Now. That could be a catalyst for worse things to come. You don't know. I mean, it, it's all chain reactions and every action has an equal or opposite reaction. We yeah, yeah. we learn this. We know this to be true. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, exactly. obviously, every, again, in terms of, you know, you, you make a decision and now these are like, if you go parallel universes, there's a universe out there where every action's totally different, but... Yeah, That's yeah, a totally yeah, different yeah, episode. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, well, there's definitely going to be uh, issues with you. You basically uh, choked uh, Mother Earth for so long, and now she's had a breath, a little bit of breath, because it's not all stopped. No, no. So no. she's had a little bit of breath, and now you're just going to choke her back again. So you're doing, you know, you, 
doing us no favours in the long run. But so, history always repeats itself. Um, do you think there's been? I mean, do you think there's been any um, you know alien invasions that you know have been kind yeah. of hidden, under, swept under the rug? Like in Men yeah. in Black, where they're all like, there's always an Archillian battle cruiser or a fucking death ray or something. 1974. Are just about to, to kind of, a, what, you, the Battle of Los Angeles, are we talking? No, no, that was 1942. Okay, so what you're talking uh, about? Uh, there was a, uh, there was paperwork to uh, follow this trail about submarines. There was certain submarine fleet that was going to be destroyed but ended up being rebuilt. Right, okay. And rebuilt to supposedly be made into like, you know, um, ships. Spaceships? Yeah. Okay. Basically. So uh, apparently this was, and there's paperwork, there's slight paperwork and uh, witnesses who uh, uh, accommodate to this, saying that in 1974 there was a meteorite, one of the meteorites that we're actually looking at now, that um, we actually landed a satellite on. Okay. Uh, that one, there was uh, supposedly going to be a, a kind of war, and the big ba- there was a big battle that went on around this is, there. This is kind of like what we're talking about with them, Dolce Base, wasn't it? Where there was a, supposed yeah. to be this sort of intergalactic war, like yeah. Well, if you so, check so, Germany so, well, in the on. 1800s, there's uh, pictures of there being like battles in northern uh, in the, uh, the Netherlands. There were okay. there were pictures out there of there was battles, of circles, uh, uh, discs in the sky. There's there's all kinds of shapes and sizes, and these are dictating what had actually happened back then. So if that had actually happened then, who's to say it won't happen again? Well, it's true. I mean, the, the thing is, when you think about alien invasions, the only one that actually springs to mind that kind of was potentially the closest humanity has got is H.G. Wells' War of the Worlds. Yeah. Now, obviously, it was a radio series that p- was played. Now, if you were to switch on midway through, through or just miss the beginning and you didn't realise it was a, a like a mockumentary a or yeah, a show, yeah, yeah. yeah, then there was people out there panicking, thinking that yeah. there was a fucking alien invasion. Now, it started making me think about plans we've got in in terms of kind of um what we do if there was an alien invasion so i started having a bit of research but um just quickly going back i mean technically speaking like if a human um you know we we were talking about colonization and stuff like that yeah, yeah. so say if we kind of go up to mars we want to call colonize colonize Yes. Yeah. I'll get the words out eventually. We wanted to colonize Mars, right? Which and we did. We find out that there's a native species up there. Yeah. Right. We're going to dominate. Are we the alien invasion? Yeah. We're invading. We're yeah. aliens. From their perspective, we are yeah. the aliens, right? So we've never been subtle on uh, meeting another uh, another. Um, no, we just rock up, don't speeches. we? Just we've never been subtle enough. Own the place. <laughs> someone's there. We're going to invade it. Even now, now like uh, someone's house. Like, yeah, he hasn't paid the rent. We're going to invade it. We're going to take it. The thing is, it's like you know, um, straight away, it's it's jumps to war. It jumps to strate- yeah. strategy. It jumps to fucking. I'd say there's a ninety percent chance. Battle plans, those yeah. types of things. I think it goes, and this is what kind of struck me as quite fascinating because I found um, that Nick Pope, 
had um, actually, um, who used to run the Ministry of Defense's UFO projects. He believes that a threat of an alien invasion is serious enough that we should be preparing for the worst. So yeah. the chances of any the chances of anything like you know happening um, are quite you know slim. But Nick Pope um, obviously thinks that they should we should be um, putting a bit yeah. of fucking research just, into it. Now, just, now just bear in mind, right? Like how we invested we have invested so much money into space the space programs and stuff like that. And I only mentioned a couple of months back about how in terms of what we've invested into stuff like pandemics yeah is nothing compared and that's more likely to happen than an alien invasion but classified documents have come out which do actually kind of give a bit of a breakdown on what would happen if there was an alien invasion um i'm not sure if this is something that nick pope has kind of drew up or if this is the actual classified documentation because it looks a bit shady to me yeah okay right in terms of you know like um a document now the classified yeah. the classified stamp on it for a start is something that we use on the website <laughs> it's a png file that i found as a design element so you know Say I'm, so. I'm straight away i'm, I'm copying us um so but nick pope's um you know sort of draws from his experience working at the mod and yeah you know, I it, trust nick and pope, he's man. created a war plan yeah, which reflects yeah. how Britain's government um, would like most likely react if there was an alien invasion. So I found it quite interesting because it does draw up a few good points. So first warnings of an alien invasion are likely to come from Hubble, the Hubble te- telescope, yeah, um, yeah. deep space networks or radio telescopes such as Jodrell Bank, um, the ballistic missile early warning defence system, which is um, over in... Um, um, what was it? Um, thingy we covered it a couple yeah. of cu- couple of months back. Uh, well, which used to be the early warning defense system, which I'm not. Men with Hill. Yeah, I'm not sure yeah. if that still is the uh, the early warning missile defense system, or is it? No, it's, it's the moved? THAAD. Ah, right. Okay. Which is uh, the uh, activation terminal high. Um, Alternate area defence. Ah, right. Okay, so they're saying that the 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 ballistic missile um, early warning system at RAF um, filling um, filling dales may also play a role in detection. Um, yeah. So obviously, we'd have a bit of kind of an early warning radar or something to say that something was coming into our atmosphere. But we have so many videos of things coming into our atmosphere that never get reported on, never get talked about, are we to assume that the government the are, are, are ticking these boxes to say it's not a threat, it's not a threat, it's not a threat, yeah? No, because they're probably already here. Well, this there's, is the not, there's more chance that they're already here and they've already, we've already had the encounter and all this hidden stuff because... Otherwise, they've been here before. Well, in that case, we're already we're already invaded. Then, in that, if but we've got go their technology far. somehow. We got the technology. Well, yeah, this so, is our, but this is we've gone into this about have we repurposed technology that we found, or is it a case of that we've been handed it and we've kind of been shown how to use these things? I mean, 
It was like, um, you know, there's a lot of things that came out very quick in quick succession that just revolutionized the world. Yeah. yeah. Right. Really quick. Transistor yeah. straight away. Bang. It, Instantly. It dominate. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It was in everything. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. even fiber optics um, yeah. and stuff like that, you know, these things just don't, you know, just materialize out of yeah. nowhere. Um, green glasses. Exactly. So, I mean, um, the first um, initial thing they'd have to do is so in terms of the UK, um, if there was a if there was a threat, um, so the UK, then the threat level would be immediately raised to critical. The PM um, at the moment, Boris Johnson, would form a war cabinet with members of members that to include um, the Home Secretary, Secretary of State of Defence, um, Foreign Secretary, and the Chief of Defence um, Staff. Um, and the government chief scientific advisor. Any UK military response will probably be a part of an internal um, collaboration, um, possibly led by the US and involving NATO. And I've seen the top of the list of out of civilians. Who do you believe out of the civilians will be, be the first a, on top of the first list one they call. to be going in the bunker? It's you in it. Go no. on. Who? No. Elon Musk. Surprisingly enough, instead of doctors and stuff like that, the first people that they will uh, pick the 1%, up and take out of bankers. Bankers. No, Ew. not bankers. World leaders. Nearly there. Go on. Begins with a B. Fuck no. Builders. Builders. Oh, I suppose maintenance Surprisingly people. enough, builders are yeah. at the top of the list. Well, I suppose they need, infra need, need infrastructure, infrastructure and stuff like yeah. that. I mean, at the end of the day, there's no point in saving fucking all the... All the the jobs with geek people like who you know we couldn't couldn't fucking do what plumber toilet mean and if yeah, he tried or whatever you know what I mean yeah. you, you do need these people. Turn the light switch off. Thing is, what? this is a big wake up call. Yeah, at the moment because look who the key workers are. Yeah, right at the moment the people I'm who are running this fucking it. country. Yeah, the people who were working every day during this crisis. These key workers. Yeah, right. The supermarket workers. Yeah, the nurses. Yeah, the doctors. The fucking delivery drivers, electricians, yeah, electricians yes. plumbers, yeah, the fucking people who you, some snobby bastards out there might be putting them in a, oh yeah, she's just in a lower, you know, you you wouldn't look, wipe them off the shit yeah. of the shoes or whatever, right, on an everyday thing. Whilst so they're sat at home, home they're they sat at home because their job on a day to day, yeah, doesn't do fuck all for the gov for the country, doesn't help, yeah, right, yeah. yeah. So More great if you're great at fucking numbers or you're great at the stock market or whatever, right? But at the end of the day, mate, it's the, the everyday people who are fucking keeping this country afloat at the moment. So I'm going to go. Yeah, at the end I'm of the day, go. that's where fuck <laughs> You deserve that. Well done, you guys. Fucking heroes. I tell you, fucking my heroes. I tell you what, my bread was fresh as fuck this morning. Nice one. So... Um, yeah, so basically, um, you know, in terms of what had happened is we'd, we'd basically just go, we'd, we'd go into war, right, with a force that we had absolutely no intel on. Well, I, well, I, I disagree about the intel either because the thing I, 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 the thing I've noticed is I collect, you know, when they talk about, oh, aliens, this, aliens, that this on this, this on this, this alien does this, this alien does that and that. I like to collect the little bits of info because you never know. You That's know what true. I mean? You never know. And it could actually have the right, you could have actually the right answer where everyone else is going, oh, that was all bullshit. Huh? 
that was ah oh, that's all shit yeah so yeah treat it as shit until it might be there and you might need it you never know never know well so basically nick pope goes on to say you can get all this information over on his website at um, nickpope.net um, by yeah. the way um he's got a pdf there on um an alien invasion war plan um the first warnings of any alien invasion would be like obviously come from um deep space like say i think i've lost track here where are we up to um well uh well it'd be probably just that uh the just slightly outside our solar system, we're, we're spotted, whatever it is coming in. Well, so basically, the worst case scenario in terms of sort of the technology and the weaponry that we might face um, is basically, like I say, nobody really kind of knows what, what sort of technology they might have. So well, they're going to be more advanced than those. We've got to officially figure that straight away, but, that they must be more advanced. But, like, the lack of any intelligence on alien capabilities and um, basically um, would be difficult for us to kind of put a plan um, just based on assumptions. Um, but in relation to the extraterrestrials, it's uh, responsible to, uh, to su um, surmise that they, um, they have discovered us. Um, they are our own, basically, they, they through our own technologies. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because ever since we've built the television or the radio, the signals have been thrown out into space. But, obviously, but then... The thing is, if they've managed to find us, right, they've obviously got a superior technology themselves. Well, we're you know not I mean? quite our real. We're noisy bastards well, in we're the We're noisy, neighborhood. but that's what I'm saying. It's like straight away, yeah. We point a telescope at any other planet, right, we see a planet. We point a telescope from that planet at Earth. What, we're going to see pure shit floating around it. Yeah, satellites, um, you know, so much tr noise. Um, in terms of, like, even your normal TV, right, talking about signals and, you know, these types of things, you've got, say, 200 channels on your TV. That's 200 signals plus just coming for that TV just to, Not just to give you all those signals. Out everywhere. Do you know what I mean? And these are being transmitted out into space. We purposely transmit into space to see if anybody can fucking find us, right? Now, if they've got the technology to, to to find us off their own back, yeah, and follow that signal and track us, yeah, then we only have to assume that they've got technology far in in advance right, of our is, own, yeah. right? And if they have, then we can only assume that we have got to fucking defend ourselves because they're not coming here with, with minimal tech. They're coming here with fucking mind-blowing shit that we can only dream of. Do you know what I mean? Sa well, you know, when I was saying at the beginning where uh, I got surprised on like our defence. interstellar travel and, you know, fucking bioweapons. They, yeah. they could be using anything. Now, again, I don't want to be thinking, but this, this, the, we could have had bioweapons like being used in that respect if you want to, if you, if you want to go down those fucking rabbit holes, but, you know. Even now. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, even now, you could, you could, if you wanted to go down those rabbit holes, you could, sorry, I just had to pull my sock up. Um, Why you pulling me down? It was like it just slipped. Yeah. All right. There you go. Um, so you know, it, it's kind of hard to not take it for granted that they they they're gonna just be coming down here for a bit of like bit of peace and a bit of chilling. Yeah, they might. But if they were hostile, which they're more than likely to be, it'd be a case of we have to kind of super defend ourselves against any possibility, if you like. I mean, Dragnaughts. I think. What's that? 
drag dragnaughts, I think they're called. What's supposed that? to be a bad species. Supposed to be a, a, the worst species. Um, the the like um, well, uh, the like what? Ta- Taylor uh, Taylor's uh, familiar with all the, all the alien races. He's uh, he's out there partying, mingling, socializing. Uh, funny enough, I just wanted to know about uh, two different species, and that's the arachnids and the drag uh, dragnaughts. I think they're called. Yeah. Um, because they're the ones that are supposed to be uh, the the bad guys, and the I wouldn't want to get picked up by either of them because reports on those that get report, uh, picked up by them uh, sort uh, like get more violated than um, if they were done by the greys or by uh, there's like these big fucking furry animal kind of things that come in. Uh, there's all different kinds, but uh, them two species would be the the ones to watch the most, well, if they well, are. Nick Pope seems to think that, obviously, if um, they're able to, to reach Earth, um, they would no doubt possess weapons of mass destruction. An alien invasion would um, consult, um, basically conclude in um, basically a, a threat. So, it's, it's well, a case of... Take it they, as a threat straight away. Well, they would. Well, I mean, yeah. well, unless they... Well, it's the thing about handshake, isn't it? Right? You know, the, you, you, if you were kind of on a boat, yeah, or in a... It's hard to kind of have a, an example. You know, if you were in space on a on a ship and you came across another ship who you didn't have a clue, you'd hail them, you'd be like... You've seen it in Star Trek a million times. It's like open comms, let's have a chat with them, are they friendly? Yeah, if they don't respond to oh. your handshake or they don't kind of, um, you know, they're, they're instantly... Fr- a threat, then it's you've got no choice, have you? You've got think to of it yourself. as a president. Think of it as a president, right? You you want diplomatic um, ties with Saudi Arabia, yeah, yeah, uh, U.S. president. So you want diplomatic. You informed you this, that, and the other about him. So what do you do? You send in a team. You investigate them and what they actually want, what they actually do. Are they good for you and your country? If they're not, then like. You know, you can turn down the call if there's actually something there for you. Mm-hmm. Then it's worth uh, looking in. So we'd have to send, we'd have to find the information before we could actually communicate to them. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. we don't know how they'd stand if we turn around and went, "Hi, uh, you're I." But the thing is, and it, go, it, it's the, that means war to it, me. It's the fact that um, you know, look at like films like Independence Day, for example, right? Yeah. They just turn up, right? So it's a case of that. It's not even like they're going to just go to the governments and say, quickly, can we have a word? Because, like, we're here, but we're not a threat or anything. Yeah, literally, if fucking spaceships descended on the planet tomorrow, they'd be panic. Regardless yeah, of whether they, they'd be... Regardless they of whether they were here invaded. for peace or for yeah. fucking un- being invaded, you know, yeah. people would just not have... The, the fucking clue to, to just relax yeah, and see what the fucking attacking. situation is. People would yeah. be firing their guns up at the ships, yeah, right? I'm not even shitting you. That would be happening. Well, look at the Battle of Los Angeles. Yeah. In fact, that happened, well, didn't it? There weren't people yeah. firing off the weapons, like at these... Yes, there was 15,000 15, shells and uh, bullets and rounds fired up into the sky. Um, at a so-called, they actually trying to cover it up now and saying it was a blue. Oh but yeah, how yeah, could yeah. it be a blue when things were bouncing off it, when the rounds were bouncing off it? And plus, 
five people actually did die. Really? I didn't realise anyone died. Now, yeah, was it a case of, the, yeah. because they were so ricocheting? Shoot, yeah, because if you shoot a, if you shoot a, a round in the air, oh, it's going to come back yeah, down. Yeah, with what goes up must come down. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So it just depends where you're standing at the time. Now, if you're standing underneath you all of a sudden for fucking two hours... Fucking terminal velocity. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fucking, yeah, yeah, yeah. Objects are coming out everywhere. Fuck Everyone was shooting from pistols to, uh, like, uh, gunnery batteries. Yeah, it, yeah. It just went off. And it was like, and they, they just said it, oh, it was an air balloon. Fuck off. Air balloon. Well, Roswell, yeah, air balloon. Oh, yeah, with all them witnessing and all them threats you put out there and all that. Oh, yeah, it was. A, it was. Oh, no, it's not. And trying to cover up and then changing your story time again to try and fit the story. When, why don't you just tell us the truth? Because we already fucking know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. We already know. So tell us the truth. That's all we want. And you to say, yeah. And it's the same with... It's the same with Area 51. Even when in 91, when it was pr uh, printed out by the, uh, the the Russian government, it was put out as like, no, done as this, done as this. And it was only, I think it was, it was only two, it was only, not that long ago, uh, I believe, not that long ago, they've admitted that it's there. Actually, you might actually still believe it's not there. Well, actually, um, you know, another bit of um, kind of, um, the US have basically um, revealed some secret plans. Um, I've just basically some psychological warfare in terms of like alien invasions. I'm just trying to get, this, get the info up now. But um, as well, Gareth actually sent me something quite interesting about um, some secret documents that have just been released regarding the Soviet um psychic and paranormal investigations which we'll be All looking right. at in a future episode nice one Gary, yeah. for, for uh, yeah, sending nice those over um but in terms of um the us's plans um for do you know for World an, an alien invasion yeah so obviously the united states um have basically revealed uh, sorry Hang on, I've just got, got Star Wars. I've got loads of adverts popping up on my screen. It's annoying. Um, yeah, they've got the Star Wars program, which has recently just been fucking um, been implemented. But details of a shocking plan um, were basically um, of the CIA's UFO files published on the website now. Um, talk about weapons and um, plans to you know what they do in terms of a. An invasion of flying saucer phenomenon, um, which goes back to 1952. Um, the CIA were deeply involved in investigating the UFO flying saucer phenomenon back then. Um, and there was a memo that was sent um, to during during the height of the Cold War that basically had concerns of a number of UFO sightings. Um, so a plan was drawn up. Um, the memo added that the news um, of potential alien activity. Uh, posed a, um, could pose a spark of mass hysteria and panic, so it was um, worth kind of looking into just off those, you know, um, yeah. for those reasons really. But I thought that we, was quite interesting. That, you got to think though that it's it, it, by you saying that, then it actually brings countries together as well because the Cold War was slightly stopped because of that, what? because they were seeing objects. Well, you were seeing objects flying around and. 
Russia didn't know what they were, thinking, oh, it's the Americans. The Americans could, didn't know what they were, saying, oh, we might be the Russians. That could spark shit off, because, like... It could spark shit day, off, but luckily like, it hasn't. No, no, it It actually wasn't made us. it more effective. Okay. So, yeah. more More close, close communication together. So, um, I do have this. Um, I do have the document here, but, again, I'm having a bit of trouble with it. Um, it's basically saying, oh, God, and Bennett... Is it? St. Gordon Bennett? No, just this website that I'm on just absolutely hates me for some reason. Right, we'll come back to that one. But yeah. another thing I wanted to talk about in terms of, um, you know, alien invasions is Project Bluebeam. Now, we've talked about yes. it a few times yeah. on the show. Um, it's yeah. quite interesting um, because this um, sort of um, is the, the concept that governments working with new technologies are able to sort of simulate an alien invasion so basically as a method of control now it's a conspiracy yeah. theory that we've covered in the past if you want to go back out and check our project Bluebeam episode i think it was yeah. in the 20s something like that um episode 20 something i'll yeah. in fact i'll post a link to it as a flashback episode at some point um but there are supposedly four parts to the project Bluebeam um project um, yeah. which include the um, disillusion of major um, religious icons, um, yeah. basically using holographic space um, show to basically con everybody into believing. You're God in the air going, well, this what is, are you this doing? Is, this is how it started, because back when I first started looking into Project Bluebeam, um, the idea was more of a religious concept. It was basically yeah. that using low-level frequencies and a light show, that you would be able to kind of con the masses into seeing their Messiah, yeah, seeing their God, and hearing their God, yeah, who would tell you it's all over and all the rest of it. I have no idea, yeah, what the plan was, right? But in more recent years, it's, it's kind of creeped into an alien invasion and how using this technology to simulate an alien invasion would be far more uh, beneficial and work a lot better because of the way it's people... It's scarier. People, yeah, of course. Yeah, it's a threat. It's like, you yeah. know, someone just saying, I'm God and I'm here, you know. It's, no, that that, it's answering the question that people have always got in their mind exactly, as well. Exactly, yeah, yeah. It's answering something people want to know. Yeah. Um, so like I say, um, the it's first it's telepathic electronic two-way communication or ELF extra low frequencies and uh, VLFs, very low frequencies. Um, now, TV use ultra-high frequencies, don't they? Yeah, yeah. right, to transmit pictures and um, audio. So it's yeah. not not possible to transmit sound and wave, sound waves and video waves, audio waves, um, through these frequencies. Now, the... Now it's been proven that ultra-low level frequencies and very low, um, very low frequencies um, do have weird effects on humans. You know, it's do they do it now with music. With music, it's a, a was it? It's called the uh, the four twenty four. I think it's called the the hertz on the the sound levels. Uh -huh. The sound levels have changed from now. Listen to music that you would have heard in the seventies and that. Oh yeah, now, yeah, it's like four, four, you, four thousand, yeah, four, four thousand, eight, five, six. Yeah, there's loads of different frequencies. Loads of them, yeah. But I mean, it, it's I don't a control mechanism. Now, now the 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 whole pr 
concept was using these um, on a world, basically using worldwide microchips to fabricate fabricate horrifying um, supernatural events to make yeah. people, you know, desperate Shit for the new so. world order, basically. Um, yeah, because you're going to turn around, aren't you, and go straight to your government, and they're going to go, well, we can't control, but these new world order people reckon they know, we're going to follow them. The thing is, though, th- th- this technology fucking exists. I've seen it. Yeah. I've seen yeah. you people using um, lights and, you know, um, light shows to create some fucking very realistic holographic... Tupac did the uh, concert the other month. Didn't he just? Yeah, I think Elvis has done one as well. Yeah, like, holographic, couple, yeah. You know, so, and that's on a small scale. Now, if yeah. you do, if you do YouTube um, Project Bluebeam, you might find some really cool Chinese um, holograms, um, which are being, you know, projected as entertainment. But it's so fucking impressive that it it kind of lends credence to the fact that this could actually happen. You could actually yeah, do this strange shit in the air and all so, that that's supposed to be able to uh, absorb and be able to transmit, so you could actually see something in the sky. So basically, um, a lot of conspiracy theories say that Project Bluebeam is a long-running project that um, includes UFOs, paranormal um, elements um, that were are supposed to confuse people. Um, and basically lead people to believe that there's an alien threat with deep religious um, undertones that will create panic amongst the masses, um, which will result in um, a nu- in the use of nuclear weapons, um, full disarmament, and national governments um, would be basically um, punished in the in the fucking aftermath as well. Well, Do you know they obviously mean? want us, or they would have destroyed us by now. Ooh, it's for a bit one scary, reason. Isn't it? If you think about it. Do you think that's more likely than an actual alien invasion? No, I think it's more it's more likely to be if I was to do it, like they're doing it under under hand. But but the thing Most is the government we're here. the government are now. here now, right? We yeah. the government are here. Or governments exist. We have technology that could do this. Yeah, it's supposed right? to be a council of nine. So, in, in space. terms of probability, right? I'd say that there's more possibility and probability of it happening under a Project Bluebeam harp scenario than it would if it was actually happening as an It'd alien be part invasion. Of it, yeah, because the odds of an alien species finding us, reaching us. And then invading us, right? You've got three aspects there, right? But on the flip side, we're here. We've got the technology. We could do it tomorrow if focused. we could try, if we wanted to. Yeah, right. Yeah. Th- those that makes me think that if there was, if an alien invasion happened tomorrow, would my mind ultimately think, ah, it's Project Bluebeam, or it's it's us, it's not real. Would would well, I would I would I automatically think that, or would I believe it? Would I believe that these aliens were real? Would I believe that we were being invaded? Do you know they're doing I mean? a spy trick, but on a bigger scale, like smoke, making someone believe mirrors, something smoke and mirrors. that might not be there, but actually it might be there. So it might be the scale of we're telling you this, but then we're going to tell you this. They know what scale on they're going to when they tell you what what happens. Because they know the reaction and they know what the result's going to be, so they uh, so the outcome will be work out much better for them. As it stands, we know fuck all about it. We know little bits here and there, and 
we're under the influence of whatever is going on at the time that's going on. Totally under the influence yeah. uh, all the time. Well, yeah, we're under the influence of telly on your phones, on the internet, Technology. and all that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah. If that goes, I was hearing something actually about like, like, the, this, like the possibility of the uh, net going off. Well, we'll talk about that in a minute because we're going to go into yeah. the news quite pretty soon. No, I, I've got some more defence here. What do you mean? Well, we're running I've out got, of time, but go up, go for it. out of time. All right, then. Well, first defence is going to be the shit around our uh, right. The reason why. This is the one I was talking about before. The reason why is because there's over 600,000 pieces. And if something was going to uh, come into uh, towards our atmosphere... It'd have to pass through them first. Of course it would, yeah. And even it shit. It. We'd, in fact, we'd have we'd have like partial fucking network disruption yeah. on a lot of things like GPS, fucking internet, TV transmissions, because anything that large coming into our atmosphere would, fuck, like you say, disrupt those yeah. those. Um, they take one satellite. Everything, so. everything's in orbit. Yeah, yeah, and it speeds free, as well. Free, flo- free flowing. You know what I mean? No, yeah. they're not on wires or anything. They're just fucking floating. You know, no. and we we hope that they stay there because they're in a in a low Earth orbit. But like you say, if something was to kind of pass through on a scale, then it would totally disrupt it. So go yeah. on. In terms of defense, what would what would we need something out there um, as a as an early threat, no, an early no, threat we, detecting sort of. Or, it, we'd have to have a long war. We'd have to have a long war because the technology that they will have would be more advanced than what we have. Of course. So. They will take us out in the first day, but why haven't they done it already? Mm. You know, you know what I mean. So the first one will be they'd have yet. to get through all them, all them bits of little bits of shit. They've got to be able to get through that. Now their shields or, or whatever may be able to do that, but then they've got to hit the atmosphere. Now the space shuttle in the atmosphere uh, creates uh, twenty-one thousand uh, degrees on the atmo- on on the actual ship, and then it, even its sonic boom. So it's, it's doing a lot of things at the same time to destroy the structure. I, but I think that, um, I mean, obviously they've not, they might not know how our how our atmosphere is and works. So they might not, their ship might not be capable of, of re-entering. Yeah. But or so we need to shoot something when it, that's happening. But basically. we've got to assume that their ship's so technologically advanced that they'd thought about that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it should just pass through fucking no issues. Do you know what I mean? This what makes it worse for the next one. Go on. If that doesn't work, because it's it, we've got to try and make it, we've got to try and make it last. Basically, nuclear nuclear bombs will be dropped on uh, every major city or uh, every what to just little do, destination. Right. It's like you can't have it. We can't have it. You can't have it. Yeah. So that's, that that, that's, the that's fucking yeah. such a childish mentality. Yeah. It's like, yeah. nah, well. If you and pop me ball, if you can't, I don't want you playing with it. I'd rather pop yeah. it. Yeah, well, because it and I, I ask the question: if they don't want this planet destroyed, we're starting to destroy it ourselves. They will back off. Well, because they know we're willing to go that far. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's if almost like fucking yeah. um, like you know you've got sensitive information as a spy, yeah. and it's like well I'll off myself. I've got a gun to my head, and yeah, I, yeah. I'll pull it if you come there. I'm, no, I'm not, not worth fuck all to your dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. Yeah. So that works on that form, and then it will come down to uh, guerrilla warfare. Basically, the military and that will open the doors to the civilians to grab the weapons, bullets, whatever they need, and basically go out and uh, every disturb. every man every man at arms sort of thing. Every yeah, man, basically woman, we fight and back as this making uh, their everyday leisure disturbed 
and like just do just be an annoyance, be a little bastard, little brat. You know what I mean? Destroy anything of theirs. Yeah. Destroy it and until we get the back foot. Send all the scallies out. You go go right. Do you know what? You like setting fires and fucking destroying bus stops. Get out there yeah. and fucking sort it. Yeah, you little bastards. Oh, yeah. And that yeah, that's the way uh I, that's the way it possibly would happen. So you think it'd be all like you know, it'd be everything. I think out it there. would work in that way. Right. Yeah, yeah. Because well, of the elements. It's all about there, a case like, of defending it defending the earth, isn't it? It's yeah. like, you know, there's no Avengers out there or anybody out there who's gonna fucking actually you know take take it on. You know, if there's a, just the an alien a level of threat then And yeah. frighten them off. Just start firing nukes at them. Yeah. Yeah, no, then you've no, got fallout no. and stuff. It's like the, the the thing is, it's like when you start firing nukes, another country will fire a nuke, and another country will fire a nuke, and then you've yes, got fucked up. Idea. You've got a fucked up planet, you know. Well, and it's no good for anyone. Do. Then, yeah. You know, the first thing we've got to do, go on. Is everyone actually be able to get together and instead of fucking bickering, be able to make one fight, one decision? at the time then we, we really fucking yeah, it's need it's never going to happen one. look at it's exactly. not happening at the minute is it I mean it's so like there's a lot the there is a step. lot of kind of um, collaboration going on at the minute yeah which is fucking brilliant and you know yeah but not enough to if if this if look, an invasion look, look what's happening in the states at the minute it's like it's all play, playing the blame game man it's like who's to blame you're to blame China's to blame fucking Russia's to blame it's it's never you know just it's just happened you know get over it i mean it's in terms of like let's deal with what's happening now yeah and then when it's all sorted we can we can start pointing fingers if necessary yeah right but yeah no because that because this is sort of covering up other aspects of what's been going on around the world as well now because everyone's talking corona so they're not talking about the little yeah of course it's 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 big news man it's like literally every news station every newspaper's covering it so this is the time when you always go on you always have to read page three or page seven of the newspaper you're always page three well well you know but you know page the 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 smaller articles in the newspaper don't just jump to the big corona stories because there's shit going on in the world still yeah that happens on a daily basis that you know, might be something very important, or a bill, or a law, or something that gets passed that you might not have agreed with on a normal day. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. well, you haven't been told up for. Well, there you go. I think it's a pretty interesting topic. If you've got any um, um, any angles on a alien invasion, how would you cope? What would you do? Where would you go? I don't know. <laughs> Where would you go? Well, this is the thing, isn't it? It's like this is the best. Say the best bit. It's like, all right, where would you go look, for meteorite struck okay, us tomorrow? Okay, look at this, right? If you're a fucking, it was I was sat thinking the other day about maybe if, oh, imagine you, you know, even if you won the lottery this weekend, yeah. right? You've won the lottery, you've got millions of pounds in the bank. Well, you can't go on that fucking exotic holiday you were always wanted to go on. You can't go on oh, that cruise. That. Yeah, you can't go fucking on a shopping spree at the minute. Yeah, so yeah. it's a fucking pointless thing. All the money in the world, yeah, is is not enough to help yeah. you out in this situation you're all on lockdown mate you can do a bit of internet well, it helps. whatever it helps of course it, it helps yeah yeah but it's not that lavish lifestyle that it once was is it at no, the minute? Definitely yeah so although you know some have got that much money that they can fucking they can they got that stuff look at the amount of people amount of rich you've got bunkers now it is unfucking believable 
And they're paying like 20 million for bunkers, a bunker. Bunkers are flawed, man. Bunkers are flawed. Yeah, they are in certain aspects, yeah. but it depends. You need your bunker depends. on top of a mountain if you're going to get away with bunker life. Yeah, they just like that. Well, there you go. I think that's a pretty, pretty interesting topic. Um, it, it's a lot of food for thought, basically. If you've yeah. got any um, any sort of, like, say, angles on it, get in touch with us, and we'll check them out, and maybe we'll um, we'll give you a shout-out in an upcoming show. Um, so, yeah, going forward, though, we've got a bit of news to talk about. In fact, first off, before we head into the news, I've got the top ten alien invasion movies of all time. Oh, right, okay, yeah. all right. So, our number, well, we'll go from ten. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we'll go from 10. It's a good way of starting. Um, and this is um, based off an IMBD um, chart. So at number 10, they live. A drifter discovers a pair of sunglasses that allow him to wake up to the fact that aliens have taken over the earth. Fat film. Is it a good Fat film? Fat film, they live. Yeah, it? I might have to watch that one. Uh, the Fifth Wave. Um, the fourth wave, uh, fourth wave of um, increasing deadly alien attacks that's left most of the Earth in ruins. Um, Cassie is on the run, um, trying to survive with her younger brother. Fifth Wave's not bad, actually. Uh, and it's, uh, it's got a nice twist, I think. Um, Skyline, at number eight. Not seeing it. Um, Have you seen it? I've seen it. It's, it's all right, but I think it's a little over top of it, I think. 2010 um, movie. Um, it's uh, Strange Lights detect, um, descend on the city of Los Angeles, drawing people outside like moths to the flame. Um, yeah. It sounds a bit yeah. Battle of Los Angeles, to be honest. It is slightly, but it's more to do with these blue lights and a flat, basically. Um, but it's, it's an all right film. Um, number seven, District Nine. Uh, yeah, 2000, right. 2009 movie. Um, it's a pretty cool film, actually, I think. it's and, and obviously the fact that these aliens have invaded, but, like, the refugees, and we keep yeah. them all in, like, refugee camps, like, you know... I think we would. Well, we would if we had more the power over nowhere there. To go. Where we we're going to put them? Well, yeah, it's exactly. a case of, you know, like, you can stay here a little bit, but what are we going to do, you know what I mean? And it's like they end up living in squalor. Um and to the I point get back on the ship and fuck off. It's pretty good. South African movie, isn't it? It's, I yeah, love the accent. I like the way I the, the technology accents. gets brought into yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. It's a good, good movie. Um, at number six, Invasion of the Body Snatchers, classic 1978 yeah. movie. Um, when seeds uh, drift into Earth from space, yeah. mysterious pods begin to grow in a small town, replacing the residents one at a time. Excellent yeah, movie. 75 on the um, meta score on that one. Yeah. 7.4 on the IMBD rating. At number five, not sure I agree with this being so far up the list. Mars Attacks, 1996. Um, Earth is invaded by Martians with unbelievable I don't know. I suppose can weapons. you throw a comedy in it? What? Throw a comedy in it? It has got a bit of comedy. It's David Duchovny in it, isn't it? Like, as well. Yeah. Um, he's got a pretty star-studded laugh. Uh, oh, no, is it? Yeah. It's Tim Burton directed it. So obviously it's um, got legs in terms of, but it stars Jack Nicholson, Pierce Brosnan, um, Sarah Jessica Parker. Yeah, the shit loads of celebrities just, in there. Yeah, he's a very celebrity. St- I think studies. for a celebrity one, uh, yeah, I'd, I'd say yeah, go for it. I'd, I'd say yeah. At number four, right. uh, The Day the Earth Stood Still in 2008. Yes, excellent film. Um, remake. Original and Yeah, I was going to say a remake. remake of the 1951 classic sci-fi yeah. fiction film about aliens visit alien visitors. Um, yeah, trying to make peace, man. Oh, yeah. Um, at number three, Battle for Los Angeles, 2011. 
A squad of US Marines become the last line of defense against a global invasion. What didn't tell everyone it was a real battle. What more can you say? Um, at number two, what do you reckon? Aliens. Independence Day. Right, I thought that was going to be number one, to be no, honest. No, no, number one. Um, aliens are coming. Is that first uh, or second? Welcome to motherfucking Earth. Yeah, Will yeah. Smith. Will Smith. Is that the um, first Independence or second one? First one. I didn't rate the second one as much. Um, it was all right. Will Smith needed to be glamorised. No Will Smith, no hit in my eyes. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. Of the Independence Day franchise. Um, at number one, what do you reckon? War of the Worlds, two thousand five. Which um, I can't believe it. Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. Well, it's not an invasion movie. They're on their home turf, really, isn't it? They find them in space. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's yeah but we invade them. Yeah, but we're the invaders. Prometheus yeah. or something. I mean, no, well, I didn't yeah, create them. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, it's a whole can of worms in that. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. War of the Worlds as Earth is invaded by alien tripodic, tripod fighting machines. One family fights to survive. I like the original. I don't Orig like Tom original, Cruise's one. I don't like Tom Cruise's. It's Steven Spielberg. Obviously, it's nice to look at, but I'm not a major fan of Cruise. Um, only recently like some of his films like um, Die Another Day um, I like Cruise but no, uh, in what his was right it position it, 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 now this film got changed I think they've got a couple of titles for it is it um, Live Die Repeat and Day After Tomorrow it's a, Day After Tomorrow well Day After Tomorrow I think in, in the States I'm not 100% sure about this it's called Live Die Repeat right okay but sometimes you change names in movies you know for, that's for whatever true. reasons that's true well yeah, apparently he was supposed to be making a number two and a number three. Well, there you go. Well, at that time when he was making that one. Well, I think we should press on because we're going to run yeah. out of time otherwise into the news and we're going to have to rush through the news a little bit faster than usual. But I've only got a bit. Depends what you've got. Yeah. Yeah, I've got a little bit. It's some news. Welcome to the news, and we've looked all over the internet for a matter of oh, for 20 minutes. No, actually, yeah. I, I actually did a really good internet search on the um, old news today because uh, it's quite a lot, and I wanted to kind of, I wanted to lighten the mood a little bit because obviously there's too much fucking horrible shit on the news yeah. at the minute that, um, you know... Obviously, there is going to be some horrible shit in this as well, but you know, we're like, we 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 try. Um, so, first news story I came up with today was a pretty intru pretty funny one. Um, bear with me a second while I get my my bits and pieces up. A woman dating a chandelier. You fucking what? A woman who was dating a chandelier has um, been in a discrimination case, has been thrown out. No, she splinters in the wrong places. I can't believe that she actually went to court over this. Yeah. Now, it's like, you know, she, a woman who claimed to be in a relationship with a 92-year-old chandelier has lost a discrimination case against the Sun newspaper. Um, so, basically, she's, she's put in a discrimination case against the Sun... Um, Amanda um, Lib Liberté says her sexual um, orientation um, is an attraction to um, inanimate objects, which has been described as uh, in an academic paper 
as Objectum Sexual, um, which is the name for it. She's spoken out about her unusual love story in the media previously, saying that she planned to have a committed, uh, a committed ceremony um, with the chandelier and that a love Is the chandelier a greater? Well, it is. She loves it and she thinks it loves Yeah, I bet she does. Um, but her love is um, going to last, yeah, because she's not going to have any arguments with it. That's why. So she gets woodwork. Well, it's, it's an old chandelier. It's quite old, 92 years old. Do you know what I mean? It's, had, it's, got, it's pretty much got a fucking, what's it? Um, toy, toy girl or whatever you want to call it. Younger woman. Um, Miss Liberty from Leeds, who was featured in The Sun when a columnist Jane Moore wrote an, an, an annual award column in 2019. Um, she awarded her for, um, for two stops past barking, which is basically saying that she's a bit crazy. Um, obviously, she's gone in and put a case against the sun and failed. And um, obviously, they've kicked it out as fucking hilariously ridiculous. Um, it, right, at least so fucking thrown out. So she compared. Um, she complained to the independent press standards organisation that the sun was in breach of clause twelve, and its editors' um, editors' code of practice um, had been kind of Bro. broken. So she said that she went into kind of. Um, you know, challenge him about it, and um, it's obviously been kicked out of court. And that's pretty much it for the story, really. But, I mean, to be honest, it's like I've seen this a few times, people having relationships with inanimate objects. Yeah, it's, it's getting fucking bit stupid now. Well, to be honest. Um, have you got anything else you want to talk about? I've, I've seen people having um, relationships with bridges. In fact, there was uh, a Channel Four documentary on it, that I've, and we'll try and find and post if I can. If I can. Um, well, when I lived in London, there was uh, two coppers who walked around the corner and saw a guy try and make love to a lamppost. So they arrested thing. him. Did they arrest him? They arrested him. Yeah, yeah, on decent uh, exposure. Decent exposure. Yeah, of course. Yeah, Which yeah, yeah. would because like ah. he's trying to make love yeah. to a lamppost in the street. Yeah. Take it home. Yeah. Then he went, uh, the, I think it was a couple of weeks later, they walked around the corner and seen someone trying to shake the pavement. Well, the, the fact is, if you've got, if, uh-huh. if you've got, if you're having a romantic um, relationship with anyone, do it in the privacy of your own home. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, and not with anything. Well, if you want to have a relationship with a fucking screwdriver or a fucking, I don't know, a, a jar Ooh, of, a jar of yeah, then fucking have at it, yeah, but don't be doing it out in the street, just do it at home, man, yeah, don't need to know about these things, but, um, talking about, um, anonymous objects and having an intimate relationship with, um, no, 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 this is a bit different, actually, um, a man has had, um, a rusty knife embedded in his head, for 26 years after being mugged once. So he was mugged 26 years ago. Um, the yeah. four-inch blade, yeah, had been there since he was violently mugged back in 1994. In 2012, the patient named um, seven, um, named 76-year-old um, Mr. De Jury um, sought out medical attention after being suff- um, basically suffering from chronic headaches. I'm not fucking surprised. Fucking hell if it's... The, 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 x-ray, steel, the x-ray, it literally goes right through his skull. Yeah, it's literally sideways oh. on. He's been jutted in the head, in the temple by the oh. looks of it. And the blades broke. Yeah, So this has been lodged in his head. He's finally had it removed. 
because obviously he's been getting, he's been getting headaches. Um, but it was a complete success. Um, he Rusty was, as well. That infection. Of course, he must yeah. have got infections all the he time. He must have been getting infections all the time. Now, I've had a bad tooth in, uh, in times and that alone, having something that shouldn't be Deep in your head, one. yeah, right, is, is an annoyance. But a rusty four-inch blade is fucking something else. Um, he's, he's from a rural, he's from the rural county of um, um, Haiyan in China, um, the northwestern Quanghai um, province, um, and he underwent a two. Um, he went under the went under for the procedure back in April. Um, he was under for three, uh, for four days. Um, at the end of March, he was able to fly. Um, he was flown more than. 1,860 miles um, to be treated and he was um, basically removed, removed the, the the blade from his head. Well, it costs that fucking hell. Well done, you, sir, for, yeah. for surviving. Congratulations, surviving, man. No, and no, having no. it lodged in your head for fucking God knows how long. Yeah, man. Have you got anything oh, you want to talk about? Petrol. Petrol? Yeah, go for in it. Britain. Petrol in Britain from possibly next week. Maybe a pound a litre. Really? Yeah. I might just go and buy some and stock up. <laughs> I don't even drive, yeah. but do you know what? At that money, that's an investment. Yeah. yeah. Oh, a couple yeah. of barrels the, full. Apparently, uh, Saudi Arabia um, started the price war uh, at the weekend. Uh, oils dropped down 30%. Uh, it was £52 uh, a barrel of oil. Now, for this week... It's uh, 35. Right. Well, I know it was, uh, basically, I knew it was in surplus because literally the amount we use on a weekly basis, daily basis, it's just not been touching the sides, has it? So obviously the bottoms fell out of it and the fucking stock market price has just fucking dropped. So Going to have to cut it down. Well, I think this is an excellent time to abolish the fossil fuels because at the end of the day, it's like, right, okay, we've not been using it. We've been getting, you know, now you need to start building your infrastructure towards a, a more, you know, yeah. environmental fucking... That just makes me think that there's a... I was watching something on like hydri- hydrogen vehicles and hydrogen cell um, cars, which is obviously fucking um, hydrogen and oxygen combining to make water that power your car. Now, that's perfectly... The, the fucking science is there. It's the infrastructure that's not. So, you know, yeah. at the end of the day, yeah, it, it's like... But the thing is, now the bottoms fell out of it and they're so cheap, like, there'll be a lot of companies who are just, what I've just said, stockpiling, yeah? Yeah. Because they've got an opportunity to. Do you know what I mean? It's like when we were talking about the price of gold going up, or, you know, people, shit, let's get on gold because... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or what, did it drop for a little bit? Yeah, what it did is it rose. It rose uh, 400 uh, between, what was it, 7 o'clock till 4 o'clock. It rose up to uh, £400. Uh, £400 it, it added on. And then an hour later, it lost 300 so it was up 100 But they reckon that uh, from what, by indication of what I've been hearing, is that it's going to flatten out, stay stable for a while, but at the end of the year, it's going to go right to the roof. They even reckon it could go up to 20000 Right, okay. That's how far they reckon it's going to go up. Oh, Which makes me indicate that there's going to be a problem with money. Well, fill up your jerry cans, people, because this is a nice opportunity yeah. to get yourself yeah, some yeah. cheap petrol. Make sure you've got a full tank, even if you can't go in. No excuse. No excuse to get a, go out and get a full tank. Yeah, totally. By the end of this week. 
Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's definitely uh, worth it. Without a doubt. Well, here's somebody who, um, who got the money's worth in terms of um, travel um, going about. Um, a pensioner was thrown from a fighter jet after accidentally pulling the ejector lever in mid-flight. Whoa. What a fucking What a guy. Um, obviously, I would love that. I mean, this, with the price of petrol so cheap, he could have gone turned around and picked him up. Yeah. Um, yeah so as far as retirement gifts go, a ride in a, a 70, 70 million fight, pound fighter jet is up, you know, one of those most memorable things that you'd, you'd be like buzzing, wouldn't you? Yeah. Especially if you could pull the ejector seat halfway through. Um, oh, yeah. 64-year-old um, Frenchman who basically um, was up for the... Up, for the, for the ride, for the ride um, yes, was sorry. able to fucking go up to 2,500 feet. Um, he was so fucking gripped, like, at the thrill of it all. He gripped on a little too tight and gripped a the bolt. wrong thing. He gripped the fucking ejector lever, um, which catapulted yeah, him out of the plane. <laughs> I hope you, you had a parachute. You know you did that. I hope you Good had a parachute. You, um Hell. So there's me. For that. That's my my news for the day. Have you got any? I've got some NASA news coming up. But is there anything else you want to talk about before we uh, move on? Uh, we're running, we're so running out of time tonight. It's untrue. We might... uh, quickly. World economy's GDP will go down three percent. UK will be going down thirteen percent. And it's bad news. It sounds like it's going to go down to thirty-five percent. Thirty-five percent. That is um... terrible. This is probably going to be the biggest economic crisis in the UK yeah. ever. Yeah. Um, tough times ahead. What are you yeah. going to do, man? What are we going to do? It's just going to have to fucking, you know, grit our teeth and try and get on with it best we can, I suppose. But it's um, it's one of those where it's like, you know, if... It, 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 if, it all depends on what moves we make. Well, it's things happen. Things happen and we have to damage control. So it's a case of throwing a load of money at it. It's like, the, the I mean, at the end of the day, yeah, right? The, everybody out there still wants paying on payday. They all still yeah. want the fucking wages going in because they need it to live off, right? We okay. That money has got to come from somewhere. Now, I can only assume that this is all money borrowed from the banks, right? Because I don't know if people yeah. are aware of this, but even governments have to borrow money from banks. They don't just Bank of make England it. Ain't a yeah. part of England. No, no, it's no, no. It's a private no. corporation. It's a private corporation. Yeah. Um, and, you know, obviously, if we've got no money, we've got no money, we have to go to the Bank of England, they will give it us. But the fact is, um, this is going to fuck up our GDP. Um, I'm really aware of the time. I just want to get this one last story in quickly before um, we move on to quick NASA news. Um, in fact, I don't even know if we have time for NASA news. What we might have to do is um, end the podcast a little bit, end the podcast and then keep going on the, on the YouTube video. So if yeah. you want to hear the NASA news this week, get over to YouTube. We'll end the show, but we'll carry on after the show yeah. over on YouTube for this week. Um, so last story before um, we, we go um, is, um, oh God, you made me forget it now. <laughs> I don't know. No, I know it. It's right in front of you, isn't it? No, no, no. This is a different one. Um, so basically, um, you've just reminded me with the uh, GDP um, and um, yeah. all this, what's going on. Um, do you know what? It's gone. I'll remember it in a minute. It'll come back anyway. Yeah. Um, After we're gone, we're, we'll be on YouTube, so you'll be able, you'll be able to get it back. Yeah, totally. 
Um, fucking hell, that's really bugged me. Right, well, anyway, that's the end of the show. I'm not going to go any further. Um, we've got a couple of shout-outs before we do. Um, yeah. We've got quite a few shout-outs this week. Yeah. So, big shout-out to our featured podcast, um, Night Guys Pod. You can check out their yeah. latest episode over on the Never A Straight Answer website at neverastraightanswer.co.uk um, and .com. Both of them work, so get over there. Um, big shout out to all our Patreons, uh, Jay, Brooke, Dunk Dunk, Swoop, yeah. uh, Jesse G and Jen are really cool. Um, thanks, girls, for being so supportive. Um, you can check out their podcast at the Not So Minnesota Nice. Um, download all their stuff. Big shout out yeah. to Mikey, yeah. Mr. Crabtree. Keep on fucking rocking, Mr. Crabtree. I know he's still grafting his ass off. Yeah, man. Good man. Um, big shout out to Agent Coulson this week. Um, big shout out to Gruber, who's been sending me more and more As videos, it. pictures. Keep sending it. Keep, Keep sending no, it. No, no, this is how I combat Gruber now. I just send it right back. Yeah. In fact, if you're going to send me multiple images of the same picture clogging up my camera roll, mate, you're getting them all straight back. I'll send you the same photo well, three I'll be times. Sending them back at you. Send them back, send back, back three back times you. more, mate. It's like cut yeah. off one head, three more will appear. I'm like yeah, Hydra, baby. Good. Yeah. He ain't scared of you. Big Go shout on. out to James and John. Thanks for listening all yes, the time. James, yeah, good lads. Yeah. Uh, big shout like out that. to Gareth uh, for your yeah. continued support, always helping us out, sending us links and stuff. And I think he's going to come on one of our shows at some point. Oh, yeah. Hope so. Uh, big yes. shout out to Susie and Chris for um, listening and your support. Thanks, Susie, for getting involved with the show last yeah. week. Yeah. Um, Cheers, Thanks to Liz Reader uh, for getting involved. Yeah. Lovely girl. Um, also, big shout out to Simply Sh- um, Samuel, who gave us a holler over on um, Twitter this week. Also, hey. big shout out to Valerie Bubbles. And am Valerie. I forgetting anybody else? Let's see. Yeah, Brooko. Brooko, big shout out to Brooko. Yeah, Brooke, man. Also, big shout out to Adam Chase. Um. Night guys, Gaff. we've said that. Thank you. Well, there yeah. you go. That's pretty much everyone. Oh, Val- Val- Valerie Tim Bubbles. Campbell. What? Kath and Tim Campbell. Kath and Tim Campbell. There you, you go. Is, yeah. Right, we are literally out of time. If you want to get in touch, get over to neverastraightanswer.co.uk.com. Um, over to the website. You can check us out. You can get in touch. You can download episodes, all the rest of it. It's Oh, get on YouTube and listen to the rest of this. Listen to the rest of this on YouTube. Yeah. Also, yeah. if you want to subscribe to us on YouTube or any of the podcast platforms, we're available on everything. Yeah. I'm Gaz, your host. I'm Taylor. Taylor. We've literally got no seconds left. Good night. Oh. Take care. Bye-bye. Peace. Oh.